Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 18th of January, 2018. This is The Gap, episode 402. We're already off to a good start. <laughs> what did I do? Uh, did I fuck it up? <laughs> did you? Oh, are you going to edit it out? What, no. What, what this is, was take this one. What are you talking about? Unbelievable. Um, I'm Luke Laurie. Joe Gurry is back from uh, our break. We're both back from our break, actually. Very good point. Yeah, where'd you go? You went to Brisbane, right? I did go to Brisbane, yeah. How was that? Um, yeah, I drove up. Um, that's the last time I'll drive up. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I didn't like. I didn't hate the drive, uh, but it's pretty boring, and I didn't really get that much out of it. So, yeah, I think next year we'll just get like it cost me a thousand bucks to go up and see my family for Christmas. <sighs> yeah, yep. using a using a car. Yeah, hiring a car. That's insane. Oh no, the car hire itself wasn't a thousand bucks. I just mean the entire fucking the entire event was a thousand dollars. Oh, uh, so if how we much would we have, could have drank for that much? That's what I'm saying. Next yeah. year we're going to drink a thousand dollars worth of fucking booze for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, and we won't see 2019. It'll be good. Um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, what did you do? Did you go anywhere? I didn't go anywhere. No, um, stayed at home, played games. We had a couple barbecues. Obviously, oh, yep. we did uh, New Year's at, at my house. Everyone come around and it's true. had some drinking. A lot of drinking. A lot of drinking. Yes. Pretty good. was good. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it. Hanging around. Chilling watching, out. Watching basketball. Playing, playing games. Way too many games. Way too many games. Yeah. Yeah. Because we we're, we're like, oh, when should we do this? And like coming back. We usually come back about the 15th-ish. Yep. Um, you just take two or three weeks off and then I think it got to the point where there were more games I still wanted to play and I was like shit we, I think we need to do it this week otherwise next week will be like another five hour show yep it's a good idea um, it's good thinking yeah we're back for the year last year we did our game of the year show uh, it turned out pretty well I think we talked just me and you for like five or six hours fucking um, classic obviously Ghost Recon Wildlands top game of the year if, if people missed it but Go back Predator and listen pack. to it. Predator yeah. mission pack. You, yep, you'll understand. I think we really illustrate the idea well. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I was reading and listening to podcasts on, like, their Game of the Year discussions. A lot of a lot of mixed feelings. A lot of people with, like, Zelda. Um, mm. PUBG was definitely in the conversation, which I thought was interesting. A few, few sites. Yep. Um, Giant Bomb were right on board with the PUBG train. Copycats. Um, which was good. Yeah, copycats. Uh, but yeah, a lot of lot of good good video game related chat happenings in Game of the Year. Um, which is good to like, see what everyone else is doing. Yeah. Big diverse opinion. But there's, uh, yeah, we got more stuff to talk about here. So we'll just get straight into it. Um, let's do it. Let's talk about something that I just shared up. Uh, Batman the Telltale series. This oh, yeah. is the uh, the PlayStation Plus game of the month. Right. Um, and I generally like check in every month and see like what their top, what their three or four games are that they're, they're giving away. And I'll usually chuck it into my um, my shopping cart and, and check it out. And yeah, this month, this month was uh, Batman the Telltale series. I kind of wanted to pick this up during the Steam sale. Because um, mm. I did play it the uh, some of the first episode a while back, because uh, it is free on Steam um, to, to check out, but never really got around to it. 
And um, yeah, I'm sort of at the end of the first episode at the moment. It's the the longish episode out of all of them. I think there's five or six. They usually go for about an hour each. This one's about two hours long. Um, And it obviously follows the story of uh, Bruce Wayne and Batman, uh, because I'm not sure if you know this, but Bruce Wayne is Batman. Um, Excuse me? Spoilers. What? Billionaire philanthropist, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He's a a cad. He's a... He's a scoundrel. Hmm. I don't think I don't think he could be Batman. Batman is a paragon of virtue and justice, and Bruce Wayne is a playboy. So that doesn't make any sense to me. I don't also, Bruce Wayne is out all night, fucking Russian models and ballet dancers. How would he have time to catch the Joker? Well, he doesn't. He doesn't. That's not until season two, I think. What? You're jumping ahead. What? Yeah. I'm not sure who the villain is in this one yet. Um, What? Yeah, so it starts off in your your sort of like helping Harvey Dent uh, with his political campaign. Um, And Harvey Dent, mind you, is like twice the size of Bruce Wayne, which is kind of weird because I would feel like the guy that's out every night beating up bad guys would be super ripped. But I don't know what's going on with Harvey Dent. He's massive. Um, Yeah, it's sort of... Yeah, maybe he's Batman. Maybe, maybe, maybe it is. That? Yeah, it could be a, a, a ruse or something. Um, so yeah, it's it's sort of quite a slow start in terms of figuring out like who the bad guy is. It's sort of leading towards um, Falcone is sort of teaming up with maybe the mayor, and he's doing stuff on the side. And Selena Kyle sort of comes into the picture somehow. And I've met um, uh, Penguin as well. He's shown up once. Like I don't really understand at the moment what the story is about other than there's some sort of mob boss relationship happening and trying to get involved with taking down Harvey Dent um so three episodes in and no first no episode idea what, oh I'm at I'm at the end of the first episode I'm sure there'll be some sort of they, they always do like twists at the end of the uh the telltale games like oh here's the big reveal right um but at the moment it's not really drawing me in in terms of the story um, or the gameplay, <laughs> like the the Telltale engine is getting very old. Whatever they're doing with it, it's not it's not really um, I don't know trying to do new things. It's just pretty simple and basic. Um, I, I guess the art style sort of lends well to the um, you know to the the comic style uh, Batman sort of universe. That that's sort of why you've seen games like um, uh, the Borderlands series sort of take on because it's that like cartoony style yeah. um, art that they do really well. But at the same time, it is that engine on the PlayStation, especially. Um, I'm guessing it's probably pretty decent on the PC, but it doesn't run super smooth. It's quite framey at times. Sometimes it seems to be running pretty well, and then in other times when there's a lot of things happening on the screen, it just sort of slows down quite a lot um but even aside from that just the performance aspects the, the gameplay is is super basic it's the you know press a direction when a cutscene happens and something will happen in relation to what you've done either successfully or you know maybe you've missed a, a button prompt and that's pretty much about it and it's like choosing um you know dialogue options usually it's like three dialogue options and the fourth one is a don't say anything which is, i feel like it's kind of lazy um, 
it's really interesting because comparing that to uh, Until Dawn, which my partner played over the Christmas break and, and kind of watching her play through that. Because um, yeah. I've, I've been nagging her for like two years to, to play it. And she really dug it. And just seeing the comparisons of how that story can like evolve. It's the same sort of gameplay um, or the same sort of ideas, but how that has this butterfly effect to it and can just branch off into different areas. Um because she got through that game with like two people surviving <laughs> and I think when I played it I had like maybe two people die or something like that yeah. one or two people um, yeah just really interesting to kind of see two different ways of that game sort of unfolding um, and so comparing Until Dawn to to like what Telltale is doing or have been doing for the past 10 years and not really evolving that formula um yeah it's kind of disappointing but i don't know man like i feel like i'd need to play it a bit more or the story would need to be really engaging for me to keep keep jumping in there so i might give one more episode a crack and then see if it pans out or it gets a bit better yeah um but you know i didn't i didn't pay for it so i can't complain too much at the moment sure <laughs> yeah it's just um I, I do think they need to do some of that engine and and like just do something in terms of the gameplay aspects it's they're just too easy at the moment it's just press of direction and occasionally you'll press a button with it and that's pretty much all it is um they need to start evolving that form in there a bit i think and i i i don't think i'm alone in saying that because they've had layoffs and all sorts of redundancies in terms of that that studio and, and where they're going with their games. So maybe they're just not selling as well. Um, people have kind of gotten bored of them or they're just getting too samey. Man, I've been saying it for ages though, haven't I? Like, I, like they just, they have a formula and they stick so close to it. Hmm. And yeah, I don't, I don't think it works. And it's so much worse now that you can directly compare it to actually like uh, well, crafted interactive fiction like until dawn you know and like actually well crafted like there's heaps of great interactive fiction already out there that you can you can get into if you don't mind like reading and shit right but this is like until dawn does what telltale was bringing to the table which was the you know the voice acted sort of uh interactivity it, it takes that and it like just it does it so much better it's it honestly it's it's crazy and mm. telltale hasn't made any moves to improve you know it's it's like they saw it, it i don't know it'd be like if i don't know it'd be like if fucking someone made a car that operated with square wheels and then someone came out with a fucking car with round wheels and the people who made the square wheels are like, yeah, fucking whatever. Yeah, we'll just keep making the square, square wheels. wheels still work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, I don't know, man. They just, they don't seem to have any, yeah, desire to improve. Yeah, and then we've got like, the, the last game that I sort of played from them that I really liked was The Wolf Among Us and, and that was like five years ago four or five years ago and the sequel to that hasn't even come out like i i <laughs> i enjoyed the story to that one that's what really kind of drew me in um i thought it was a really interesting world and the characters were unique and 
um, and exciting, like taking those um, well-known characters and putting this awesome spin on it, I thought was really cool. Uh, but instead, I, they seem to be focusing more on their their franchises and their, their known IPs, things like Batman and uh, um, their uh, Game of Thrones games and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But they're doing that and just sort of trying to use the um, those franchises to bring in money as opposed to trying different ideas and doing something with that yeah that, that game and evolve it. So, yeah, man, I don't know. And like, I just sent you a video of one of the cutscenes I was just watching <laughs> or playing. And I was like, there's something wrong with Bruce Wayne's head. It doesn't look like it's on properly or like, what is he looking at? It's really strange. <laughs> yeah. It's like he couldn't look Gordon in the eyes. He was like, no. That's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty pretty odd. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I'm not sold on that yet. It's um. Yep. Yeah, I've played it more. Fair enough. Oh. Cool. Uh, all right. Well, you'll have to let us know how you go next week. I guess. Mm. Do you think you'll have gotten to a point where you'll decide by next week? Or? Um, because the the uh, the episodes are only about an hour long I think I've got one more in me and then we'll see what happens I've been yeah. on a Batman binge lately I watched all the the Dark Knight um, Blu-rays is this because you got the fucking 4k Blu-rays yeah yeah fuck yeah uh, they're, they're really good it's, I still don't like that last film as much as the rest it's not great yeah it's, it's really not great. The first two are fucking awesome, but and the uh, the way it looks as well, like the IMAX um, scenes are sick. So cool, awesome, yeah, sick. Well, anyway. yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to get into those real soon as well. I bought the the big box set. Yeah, um, I've watched um, four of them so far. I've watched uh, Prestige and the Dark Knight series. Really fuck cool. the Prestige is awesome, mm. but it just starts fights between me and my wife. Because okay. she reckons Christian Bale's better than Hugh Jackman, and that yeah. is that's, fucking that's untrue. That's, that's insane. It is just in, it's a crazy thing to say. It is anyway. I worry that she thinks I'm more like Christian Bale than Hugh Jackman when I've spent my entire life trying to be more like Hugh Jackman. So you know, I don't know. Did you see the news articles floating around like the last couple of days about Jake Gyllenhaal as Batman? No. Yeah, they're, they're still convinced. Like that that rumor has been going around for a couple of months now but there was another a fresh one saying that um dc is pretty committed into getting jake gyllenhaal if if uh he if batfleck pulls out um, wow yeah i don't know man uh-huh. i like i like ben affleck's batman i think it's i don't think I, he's the problem with that <laughs> with I the dc films he absolutely good. agree I agree with that 100%. I think he plays the old weathered Batman like quite well. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't think he's the problem. I think it would be weird to have Jake playing a role that technically dates his sister. Cause, Is it in the same universe, though? That's no, what it's I don't not. Get, so. I don't think it's in the same universe, but still. <laughs> dates his dead sister. <laughs> still. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's what I definitely, I definitely cut, try to cut them together in some sort of weird cut where they're together. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And then yeah. chuck it up on Pornhub. Whoa. What? Settle down. Um, anyway, so yeah, like we're going to be talking about a lot of old games <laughs> uh, uh, because there's really nothing much coming up. So 
stuff that we've played in the past or um, stuff we haven't got around to. So I uh, I caught up on Dishonored 2. Uh, oh, sick. I think you remember. Works for you. Yeah, so I think you remember when that first came out, it had a lot of problems with um, performance issues on PC. You had a lot of problems. Yeah, we, well, uh, me and Nate. We, so we're both running the same graphics card. Um, 980s, you had a 1070? 1070, yeah. 1070. Ran fine for you. Um, we were having issues with the game have uh, like dropping frames outside. Um, mm. When you were inside, there wasn't much happening. Seemed to run pretty good, solid 60. But but when you were going outside, it just could not handle it. Um, they did some beta patches back around then, like a week or two after it came out. Improved things a little bit. Uh, not 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 still perfect, but... Yeah, you know, made it a bit better. Um, they recommended they dropped a lot of the uh, the like auto detect settings. Like, hey, you should run this game high. It dropped a lot of that to medium. They turned off a lot of um, advanced features. That trying to basically fix it up a lot. And over the past year, they've been patching it quite a bit. And it's at a stage now where it runs solid sixty all the time. Um, so I jumped back in. And started a new game as Corvo. Um, the first time that I went through it, uh, I played as Emily and got about just over halfway, I think, through the game. Yep. Um, so I was like, oh, I don't really want to start again and play through the Emily stuff. So I'll, I'll try Corvo and we'll see how we go. Um, and that game's fucking really good. I'm so disappointed that that had such a shitty launch on, on PC. Um, cause it's quite possible it might have been in my top five year. I really enjoyed my time with it this time around. I think it took me maybe 20 hours to play through. Um, I did like all the side stuff, played it as uh, like a stealthy, um, don't get detected, non-lethal kills type approach to the game. And um, I think it's got some awesome level design in there. The uh, Some of the highlights are like the Clockwork Mansion, I think is really cool. Um, and they do that... Uh, like that sort of level design that we talked about with Titanfall 2, where they switch between two levels. Um, so like this time travel thing. Yep. And uh, that was the only point in the game for me where I had a little bit of frame drops where you had this device you would pull out and you could kind of seem between the two times. So if you were in the present day, you would look back to the past and this device is like this uh, this type of mirror and you would hold it up and sort of see what was in front of you from the old timeline. And that's the only point in the game where I would lose like five or ten frames um, by pulling that device out and looking through it. But otherwise, yeah, those two levels I think really stand out to me. The clock- Clockwork Mansion of having the um, this level that kind of quite mechanical and it would change while while you pulled level levers and uh, just really unique and interesting. And then the um, the one with the time travel stuff was really cool because it takes away all your, all your powers and you sort of left sneaking around and just switching between the two timelines um so yeah really cool level design i think the uh the sort of like approach the game your own way is really cool um bethesda have done a lot of that sort of stuff with their (laughs) with a lot of their games and i think that's a um you know a really cool way of doing the single player narrative stuff as opposed to just having like, hey, here's this linear thing that you go from corridor to corridor. Um, it allows you to just go in there and do it your own way. So, yeah, man, I, I really dug it. I, I don't know if it... I don't think it ended up on your top five of the year, but 
I think uh, you quite enjoyed it. I'm pretty sure it did. I oh, did it. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm almost one thousand percent certain it did. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think it made our top five of the year because no. of the problems you guys had. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm like I definitely recommend that game uh, if people want to pick it up. It, it's probably on sale now. I haven't checked out the DLC. Um, which is, I think it only just came out recently, right? Like two, three months ago. Um, yeah, like towards the end of last year. Yeah, real. real I, I haven't played it either. I never got a code, so I didn't. And like, obviously, I was super busy at the time. But uh, yeah, it's it looks really cool. I, I definitely want to check it out at some point. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, but man, so. so so disappointed that game had a rough launch because um, I think it would have benefited a lot if it was a bit better at that stage. Would have got a bit more word of mouth. Yep. Yep. Definitely. I was always, I remember being gutted that it wasn't working for you guys because I really wanted you guys to enjoy it and play it and like they, see what I saw in it. They got there at the end. So that's cool. True. Mm. True. Yep. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, City Skylines. I'll talk about that. <laughs> I uh, this was my game that I needed to play, um, where I could listen to my podcasts and <laughs> not have like this sort of distraction while I was playing. Because um, you can't, I can't listen to podcasts while I'm playing games like PUBG or story based games. Because I need to obviously use my ears to listen to things. So sure, City yep. Sim Builder. I can just fucking throw it on have music on in the background or listen to a podcast and yep. play that for um, a couple of hours. And so I got back into City Skylines because I haven't touched it since the first time that game came out. Uh, had a lot of fun with it. Built up a, um, a huge um, city that kind of, I don't know, one, two, three. I, I think I bought four blocks of space and, and sort of filled all that sort of thing up. And I think I was talking to you at one stage and something that completely blew my mind was that you could build underground roads, like tunnels. <laughs> and I had no fucking clue that you could do that. Um, and I was like, I don't know, how many hours did I put into this game? Um, probably 30 something hours, maybe <laughs> 25 hours before I realized that you could build underground roads and it was a mistake. Like, so in order to build um, like bridges or, or roads that sort of go over buildings you use a page up and page down button to uh, raise the elevation of the roads and so I was trying to build a bridge and I accidentally uh, pressed page down one too many times like I was trying to bring it, bring it back to ground level and it went under and I was like wait what the fuck that- <laughs> and then I pressed it like three more times I was like holy shit you can build fuck tunnels <laughs> and that completely changed like the layout of my city because I was like oh crap I can now connect all these different like districts that I've got and make the traffic so much better because at that stage it was fucked like my, a lot of my traffic going from sort of one district to the other was just insane because um, I was I obviously hadn't uh, you know I wasn't down with how to sort of figure that uh, traffic flow out probably but sure yeah. You designed it like Sydney then. <laughs> yeah. Topical. Well, the, the way I de- design um, a lot of the cities are pretty much just squares. The whole thing is just squares, oh, grids. So nothing like Sydney then. Yeah. No. Um, it's more like fucking New York or something like that. 
but Melbourne. but no Melbourne's like, very proud of their grid. Yeah, no one way streets. Everything's like fucked. Like traffic lights every 10, 10 meters. It's great. Oh my god, it was really good. Oh my god. Uh, so yeah, man, I had a lot of fun playing that game during my podcast period where I was just listening to things. Sure. Uh, really, really, um, sort of easy to sort of just turn off the sound and just play it. Uh, they've got a lot of DLC out as well. Um, things like uh, changing the looks of the some of the buildings, like European DLC. There's some stuff in there for actually extra buildings. Like um, take your city green. You can make like a green friendly city. Um, things like that. But I, I didn't get into any of that stuff. I just sort of played the default default game, which um, I can't wait till they make another one because that was quite a few years ago. And I'm sure there'll be something else like that coming out soon because I don't think they'll do another SimCity, right? For a while. That sort of tanked quite hard. So, yeah. Awesome game. Really good fun. Yeah, I remember playing it and enjoying it a lot. It was uh, That was a good one to play on the plane as well. I love my games that are good to play on a plane. Um, yeah. Mm. And that, that was a good one. That's all I got for that. Right. Yeah. Um, let's uh, talk about getting over it with Bennett 40. Sure. Because I think uh, you played a bit of this last year, but didn't really talk about it. True. Yeah. How'd yep. you go? Uh, I made it up to this bit where I had to fucking fling myself onto this girder. There was this girder, and I had to, like, sort of... I put. So we talked about it before, but it's this game where you're a dude in a, a cauldron... And you've got a sledgehammer, and you've got to throw yourself up this shittily made uh, mountain, like mountain, <laughs> yeah. And it's a mountain made of like assets, and you can only fling is like it's all really uh, slidey, um, like uh, slidey floors or um, angles. It's all angles, but there are a couple of little jutty bits that you can catch your hammer onto and you can use that that to sort of fling yourself up mm. and uh i guess it's got this philosophical sort of bent to it where it talks about the you know the depth of making something that is uh deliberately bad or de- it deconstructs the idea of what a bad game might be or to some extent or whatever but uh you know, so you've got Bennett Foddy talking in the background while you're flinging yourself up this mountain. Really poorly. Like, every time you fuck up hard, he sort of yep. chimes in and you're like, fuck. Yeah. And he's <laughs> like, oh, sorry that happened. And you're like, no, you're not, you fuck. You are not sorry that this happened. You recorded this piece of audio specifically because you knew that it was going to happen, you fuck. Oh, my God. Anyway, um... Yeah, so uh, I got up to this girder and it took me some time. Uh, and it's it's sort of like a puzzle game, but it's 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 a dexterity puzzle game. You know, like it's not just uh, about solving the puzzle. You also need to be capable mm. of solving the puzzle. And every time you fuck up, it sets you so far back. And uh, in that sense, Bennett constantly yapping about the nature of loss yeah. uh, is, like, poignant, but also infuriating. And uh, 
I got up to this bit with the Gerda and I, I thought that I was actually doing really well. And I got like over the other side of it. And then I, I couldn't work it out. Right. That's, that's where the game, the game fell apart for me when I thought that I had done it correctly. Right. When I felt like I had done, I had completed the dexterity challenge required to overcome the next obstacle. So once you get to the end of the girder, you then have to fling out and catch onto a thing and pull yourself up. And I was pretty sure I'd done it, but I slid off. And uh, and I fell literally all the way back to the start. And that was it for me. Uh, I, I I just, I held that forward. I quit. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's not, I can't do it. Because it wasn't that I failed, because I'd failed a hundred times already and i'd already become accustomed to failure and bennett reminding me that failure isn't you know the worst thing it did its job you know it made me want to try again but it, it wasn't so it wasn't that i failed it was that i felt the game had failed me uh and i don't think it did i think i probably did fuck it up but it was too much it's it reminds me of like uh, when you think there are cheaters everywhere in a game. When you think there's hackers everywhere, it reminds me of when uh, hacking started to overtake DayZ, and you suddenly every death is like, oh, what a fucking hacker. Mm. Uh, that's what this was like. This was like because like it felt like I couldn't trust that any mistake was necessarily my own anymore. And I think I needed to know that the mistakes were my own from, because I didn't want to be cheated by the game out of progress that I felt was really hard earned, you know? Yeah. So when I felt that the game had cheated me, I couldn't play it anymore. And that was it. Yeah. I know which bit you're talking about. I got uh, just past that bit. So once you get past, um, once you get up that that little red girder thing you um there's like a a little cave or a tunnel with some lanterns in it that's where i got stuck right (laughs) so like i don't know (laughs) right next to where you are i was like all right i don't fucking yeah Yeah. but i I watched i watched a dude finish it in four and a half minutes i think he's down i think they're down to two minutes now aren't they fantastic yeah that's fantastic I think it took me, let's have a geese on Steam. About an hour. <laughs> uh, yeah, 75 minutes <laughs> yeah. to get to there. So, yeah, that's good. 20 times what it was. Oh, no, fucking way more than that now. Like 35 times what it's taking them to finish the game. It took me to get not even a fucking quarter of the way up the fucking mountain. Mm. Um, cool. And it's like, is my mouse sensitivity too fucking high or is it too low? Like, what am I doing? What am I doing wrong here? Right? Oh, my God. It's so, uh, yeah. But I, like, and then you watch speed runs and it's like, holy shit, you can do all these other things like using the hammer to lift yourself up off the ground. Oh, and no. I, jumping I, and shit like that. And it's like, I was what? doing all that, man. Like, that's, that's, oh, man. I felt like I really got, I watched the speed run and I'm like, I thought I'd learned some techniques and shit, but all I'm learning is that I'm kind of fucking garbage, right? I know all the shit I need to do. I'm just not any good at doing it. So, hmm. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. 
It's uh, it's definitely an interesting game, but uh, I wouldn't recommend getting it, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> you didn't break anything. That's good. I didn't break anything. No. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of speedruns, I've been watching... I was watching... So, AGDQ was last week. Yeah. Yep. And I was watching a couple of those uh, in my downtime, like, uh, while while I've been working and whatnot. Uh, like, sorry, not while I've been working, while I've been um, eating lunch in between work and whatnot. And uh, there was some good shit in there, man. Like, some good runs. I watched one where these dudes played this fucking... This train racing game where you race trains. Hmm. And these... Like that, that was probably I can't remember what the fucking game is called, but it was spectacularly entertaining. If you can, if you need, like, I, I don't think it took all that long either. I think it took like forty. It was a forty-five minute one, uh, and uh, yeah, the dudes talking through the details of how multi-track drifting and all that kind of stupid shit really works is uh, pretty interesting. They kept it entertaining the whole time. Um, I watched the Superman 64 one and it was kind of... I didn't think much of it, to be honest, uh, but I, I just think Superman 64 is kind of played out. I don't think it's all that interesting. Uh, the one I really liked was the Bloodborne one. Uh, yeah, the dude who walks through, like, goes through all the Bloodborne, he he does a all-bosses run uh, and he does it quite quickly, an hour and a half, I think. Uh, and it's that one's that one's good. He's like he can't, he he's got this couch full of people sitting behind him, behind him, and none of them speak the entire fucking time because he never shuts the fuck up. <laughs> he is narrating the entire fucking affair while he's speed running this shit. And uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so yeah, like check those out. They're, they're good. AGDQ is always good. Yeah, some of those uh, can be quite interesting. Yeah, like talking about how either these some of these mechanics were figured out, or like explaining exactly what they're doing, or like some sort of glitch are about to to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and, like ev- even if you don't know what, like the Bloodborne one's a really good example of that in particular because there's a couple of of glitches where he's like, okay, I'm about to do this. It is the hardest glitch in the game. Uh, most people consider it to be hardest glitch. I'm going to do it. Let's see if we can do it. And he nails it. And you're like, fuck yeah. And I had no idea. He could like, he could have just been doing some regular shit in Bloodborne that I'd never even thought of doing. Right. Yeah. But he sells it. Like he sells it as this, uh, yeah, as this awesome, really hard to do glitch. And I'm like, fucking, okay. Booyah. Awesome. Yeah, and yeah, you learn you learn shit about the game as well. Like, I don't know. I don't think I could ever go back to Bloodborne. I mean, Bloodborne. Uh, fuck. If we're talking about games that I feel like like feel cheated me, Bloodborne will forever be one that uh, that cheated me. Like, I can't let it go. I can't ever let that go. And it's always it's always gonna stain my time with Bloodborne for me. I'm at this point one thousand percent certain. That uh, those three, the the shadows fight in Bloodborne. I'm one hundred thousand percent certain I did that. The easy AI version, like there's no question in my mind that I had the easy because I've watched it. I've watched it like in every like in even in the speed run, it was harder than what I faced when I I nailed it in my first attempt. 
ridiculous. Which um, boss? The shadows, you know, those three guys that you fight in the swamp in Bloodborne? One of them casts fire, one of them charges you, one of them, I think, pings you with, like, bullets or whatever the fuck. No. No? No. Uh, yeah, well, it's sort of like after you've... I think the first boss after you've left the... Um, after you've left the, the city sort of situation. I'm just looking at pictures. But yeah, like I, yep, I know that, was, yep. that was such an easy fight for me, and it shouldn't have been. And I can't, and like because I know in my like heart, you know, it's not guaranteed, but I know it. I know I played the easy version of that. It makes me wonder if I play the easy version. Like every other boss that I had an easy time with, yeah, was that the easy version? And that's because the bug, right? The, you- yeah, the the memory leak bug that meant that half of their like move sets weren't actually ever engaged that's just garbage like yeah i don't know it, that's fucked so I, I can't ever play bloodborne but i did actually w- enjoy watching it mm. um anyway cool that wasn't even on the list we've still got 40 other fucking thousand games on the list so <laughs> perhaps we should get back onto that yeah yeah uh, can I do one now? You can do one. Sure. I'll let you. Yeah. Um, Super Meat Boy. Okay. Fuck yeah. I got this on the Switch. Right. Okay. Um, because I have stopped playing Hearthstone. So I needed something to play on the toilet, obviously. <laughs> okay. And enter Super Meat Boy. Actually, enter first owner room. Owner's a card game. Uh, it's free. It's on the phone. Uh, it's actually really good, like worth playing. It's worthwhile playing. It's really like entertaining. Um, it's a solitaire style game. Like you play it against yourself, um, which is good because I don't want to play card games against other people anymore. Um, and actually, I tried to play while I'm talking about toilet games. While while we're on toilet toilet time, toilet time, toilet time. Um, there was another game I tried to play, Shadowverse, I think it's called. Yeah, Shadowverse. It's like a Hearthstone alternative. It's very popular. Uh, you know, competitive players are hailing it as like sort of the the alternative. If you don't want to play Gwent and you're tired of Hearthstone, then play Shadowverse. I stopped playing Shadowverse because it's got that anime art style, and I can't stand anime art style. So, bingo, bango. Too bad, Joby Joe. I couldn't play anymore. Onurium, on the other hand, doesn't really have any kind of art style. It's very simplistic. It's actually the mobile version of a card game, an actual in-real-life card game. And um, it's a lot of fun. Like, it's just... It's it's a puzzle game. Like, you solve a puzzle each time, like you do with Solitaire, right? But uh, once you understand the rules... You uh you work out how to best beat the puzzle, and you sort of narrow it down to get as like as efficient a play as you can each time, and yeah, you wind up just like knocking out. You can knock out a couple of games, and bingo, bingo, you're on to the next shit. Uh, it's good. And there's expansion packs that add in new cards, and the cards bring new cards bring new mechanics and. Yeah, stuff like that. You like sort of broaden the game, but you can always just go back to the regular game and stuff like that. And 
Yeah, so Owner Room's definitely worth checking out. It's free, but the exp- the new cards, the expansions, cost like a buck, I think, or a buck thirty or something. Uh, super cheap, but totally totally worth checking out, uh, especially if you you're interested in a card game on your phone. Um, but um, I got Super Meat Boy on my Switch, so I don't need it anymore because I got Super Meat Boy. Super yep. Meat Boy, if you don't know, is a platformer. Uh, and it is um, it's defined by its challenge, I guess. Uh, you're a little blob of meat, and uh, you have to jump through to get to your girlfriend, Bandage Girl, who is repeatedly kidnapped. Uh, the only problem is each level you go through is basically made of razor blades. And so the trick of Super Meat Boy is that ultimately you've, you don't have a lot of spaces to jump on. So if you think about it, like those those uh, Mario challenge levels that people used to make, not the fucking insane ones where all the fucking platforms are invisible, but like the... The, the difficult ones where, you know, you've got to make really precise jumps. Uh, yeah, Super Meat Boy's like that. Uh, and the entire time you're under, like, under the hammer, there's a timer counting down uh, so that you can get an A+. Plus. You want to get the, you want to get faster than part-time so that you can unlock other stuff. And, uh, yeah, that's basically it. It's a platformer. Uh, level level by level like there's no penalty there's no real penalty for dying except bumping you back to the start of the level but each level like should only take you i think maximum like 35 seconds is the longest part time in the game so yeah if you can nail each level on the first go you should never be playing for more than 35 seconds at a at a belt but you never will and so each time you attempt it it sort of saves your attempts. And when you finally do accomplish it, you uh, it replays all your attempts all at once. And so you've got this, these like this hundred little meat boys all jumping and attempting and they all like 99 of them will die at some point through the jump, except, but you, the guy who made it will make it all the way. And uh, you get to follow him, which is cool. Um, I've already played it and finished it. But uh, I actually am really enjoying going back through it again. Uh, it's a really good port. Like, there's no no issues. You like would be fucking. You'd be surprised if there were. But nevertheless, yeah, it's a good port and it plays really well. Uh, it's well suited to the Switch. I'd say the only real issue I have with it on the Switch is uh, I worry that I'm going to fucking break my Switch. Because uh, I I would say I remember how to do about ninety percent of the levels, um, the dark mode levels. Because once you finish levels, like you've got stages, and then you've got these levels inside these stages. And once you finish all the levels on a stage A plus, then you unlock dark mode. You go to dark mode for the stage, and it's the same levels but way harder. Uh, I remember, yeah, how to do most of them, but there are a couple that I absolutely can't. And I will get, like, I think I remember it, and I 
put my plan into action and say part time is 14 seconds and I will complete the level in 14.1 seconds and I I want to break my fucking switch way more than I want to <laughs> break my computer for make me play Bennett Foddy I'll tell you that I just fuck up so close <sighs> yep anyway um yeah that's it Joel yeah it's uh yeah the only thing I'd be worried about it with that is the controls um, whether or not they work anymore, but you've said they're, they're decent. So, yeah, yeah, they they're definitely they're definitely good controls. Um, yeah, so that that works well. Um, if you go to Switch and you're looking for something that like it actually lends itself so perfectly to the Switch because it is like just pick up, put down. You, I, I'll pick it up, I'll play it for a little bit, and then I'll walk away and come back and. Hey, all good. Um, it's right where I left off, and yeah, the, the only real problem is the charge time on the switch because I don't plug my, I never put my switch on the TV. I don't think I have since I first got it. I've played on that as a handheld almost like ninety eight percent of the fucking time I've had the switch, hmm. and so because it's never plugged in to the dock, it's always. It always needs charging. And so I'll wind up knocking out two and a half hours, which is the battery life of the Switch. Uh, I'll knock out two and a half hours of Meat Boy without even fucking realizing it. And suddenly I need to charge the fucking thing. And I'm like, no, I was so close to finishing this level. I'll be in the fucking groove. There have been multiple times where I have sat there with my Switch plugged in and just continue to play Meat Boy instead of doing what it was I was doing. So, yeah. Anyway. That's what I got. Awesome. Uh, anything else we want to talk about? There's more here. You can keep going. Sure. Um, Fury. <laughs> I got Fury on the Switch. Uh, both these came out last week. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm playing... I was going to play a lot more Fury, but I keep playing Super Meat Boy instead. Uh, Fury is like a boss rush game. Um, it's half Dark Souls, half shoot 'em up. Um, it's awesome. I really like it. I've been listening to the soundtrack for fucking yonks. But um, Jung Lists, I think, first brought this to our attention and has talked it up endlessly. Uh, it's got this really good style to it. it it's sorry um you you play this this prisoner you're you're escaping basically and you got to fight a bunch of people on the way and each uh fight is a new sort of puzzle and it's yeah it's got this yeah that fucking uh if i never like as much as i never play the game uh, the switch with it plugged in i also never play with the sound on um so I'd say, like, the only time my Switch has had actual volume to it is when it's popped into the TV, except when I'm playing Fury and I put the fucking sound on for that because, yeah, soundtrack's epic. The gameplay feels really good. You, like, you've got these big arenas that you can dodge around and, and you do whatever damage you can. Um, and then you're getting real close and it sort of it does a really does really good work with the camera to sort of keep you uh, focused on, on the meat of the battle. And yeah, you just fight these, fight these bosses and 
that's really it. Um, the combat feels really good. You've got like you've got parry, dodge, uh, and you've got different attacks as well. Like um, when you when you're away from the boss, you sort of like hammer that you use the thumbstick to shoot them uh, with like lasers and shit. And there's like elements of the game that sort of grow out of that. But then once you get in close, you switch to bash like sword sword combat. And uh, yeah, it's mostly just a case of like there there are multi-phase bosses, uh, but it's okay because it's a boss rush. So I know I've complained about multi-phase bosses before, but uh, that's generally in this in the sense that like the boss is supposed to be a reward. Whereas in this, the boss is the entire game. So I don't, I feel like deeper phases in a boss fight are the reward. Mm-hmm. Whereas in a game like Dark Souls 3, the three-phase boss bullshit um, or two-phase boss bullshit uh, felt more like I was being robbed of my reward. Like the getting to the point where I killed them and then suddenly it's the lol back again that feels like i'm getting robbed of my reward whereas in here it's more like i get extra content which is an important distinction to me um but yeah i'm not too deep into it like i said because uh, i've been playing too much super meat boy but uh yes yeah, definitely it definitely feels real good i haven't noticed any slowdowns or uh frame drops so like that's working well as well and yeah that's about it. That's what I got. Awesome. Fury. Yeah, so, I, I do remember um, talking about that before. I just looked at some video. Yeah. I remember that art style. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jung loves it. He's all about it. Um, yeah. That's... What else we got? Dead Cells. What were we talking about? Yeah. What were we talking about? Platformers or soul style games um yeah i've been getting back into dead cells uh raced raced on our um discord was talking it up and um talking about how uh how they made a lot of changes and how it's worth checking out again mm-hmm. uh and he's he's pretty convinced that it's going to be coming out soon but uh, I don't agree. I don't think he's correct I think they've got a long way to go um, yeah like I don't think it's as close as he thought it was to be honest uh, nevertheless I, I, like that doesn't mean it feels unfinished oh. uh, I, I, just the way that they've been communicating makes me think that there's quite a bit left for them to do as it is right now it feels really fucking good i haven't even been playing the fucking game all i do is the daily runs i am obsessed with them man it feels really fucking cool like the daily run is this fixed dungeon that everyone gets the same of and you bump in and try to do it as quickly as you as quickly as you can but you get extra points for certain things like more like you get points for enemies killed and stuff like that and so yeah you wind up like uh, trying to balance killing enemies with uh, with getting through the fucking dungeon as fast as possible, and yeah, it just becomes this. It becomes this puzzle of its own. You start off, everyone gets the same weapons, everyone gets the same like 
drops, treasure chests all drop the same thing, etc., etc. And uh, it's this giant sprawling map, and so you go in, and generally it'll take me like ten attempts. Not because I can't kill the boss on the first attempt, but there, are, like I've multiple times I have just murdered the boss straight up. But I'll go back in to go see if I can do it faster, just so I can try to climb up the the leaderboards a bit, which is awesome. Um, I, I don't like. I don't even really care about leaderboards, but there's an element of, of compelling competition in this that uh, I find they've done a really good job of executing. Uh, like it feels like you're actually making progress when you when you have a better run and you see your, your like leaderboard position climb, it feels like there's actually a purpose, even though there ultimately isn't. I don't think there's any, you don't get anything for getting first necessarily. Like you get rewards for, you get a reward for finishing the run the first time. And then I think the fifth time and then maybe the 10th time after that, I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, you don't really get rewarded beyond actually finishing the run itself so there's not yeah that much reason to climb i just feel like i can do better and so i do and it like because it's the same because uh, dead cells has that super satisfying combat to it and that exploration about it um the fixed level and the the knowledge of like that you gain as you go through the level sort of grows your understanding it's like it's a tiny little contained dead cells run all in this one level as opposed to like generally you get that that sensation of understanding growing at the end of a dead cells run uh in this you get that sensation at the end of a dead cells level which is cool it's yeah just self-contained and stuff which is yeah yeah i jumped into it in uh no uh december yeah, played a couple games. Um, I felt like the game got easier since the last time I played it. They've added a lot of um, extra mechanics into it. Um, in particular, I- there was something to do with like when you reach the end of a level, you would choose something to level up. Like uh, I can't remember what it was called. Oh, the mutations. So, yeah, there was like three things you could choose. Yeah, it must yeah. be mutations, and then. Uh, I think you could get extra mutations as you went through levels and then um, allowed you to sort of build up and pick and choose what you wanted to put in there. That wasn't uh, that wasn't there the first time that I played it. Um, and it's stuff like 15, 20% more damage or more health. Like, I felt like I was getting a lot more health than what I used to get um, back early last year. So, yeah, yeah. It, it did feel a bit easier to me, but that's cool. It's still a very challenging game. Yep. Um, yeah. And there's um, a lot of content in there. Like, for what, how much does it go for? Like 20 bucks? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. And they keep adding new stuff all yeah. the time. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's hard to not recommend. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm glad I got back into it because, yeah, I'm really, really enjoying the, um, the daily runs. You should check out the daily runs. Yeah. All right. Nice. Uh, cool. What's next? Uh, what else you got here? I'll Borderlands 2 quickly. Um, played a bit of that with my partner. 
I'm um, listening. I'm going to go to the bathroom. It's really good. Like, I... Comparing that to, like, Destiny 2 is the one I... Or Destiny series I keep coming back to. The reason why I was so disappointed with Destiny is that they... When we originally saw that game, they pitched it as, like, they were trying to take elements from Borderlands. And I don't see any of those elements from Borderlands in this... In Destiny at all. Um, and going back to Borderlands, which is... I don't know, like a six-year-old game now. Let me just check. 2012. Yeah, six years old. And the shooting still holds up really well. Like, it's fucking awesome shooting. Uh, and the the quests are really good and fun to play. Like, just, yeah. I, I'm, I'm super pumped for that next game now because um, there's not a lot of games you can sort of go back to years and years later and be like, yeah, this this is still a lot of fun um like stuff does get dated very quickly but yeah. i feel like that's a game that's really uh, that's held up ex- very very well um and it i don't i don't understand why other people haven't ripped off that idea yet like and that's the thing is when we saw destiny they were saying this is like like we're taking elements from borderlands it's going to be all these different types of guns and people are going to be asking you oh shit where'd you get that gun from it's so cool and that does not happen at all it never happened because everybody has the same gun everybody did that quest to get that gun um in borderlands there's fucking stupid amounts of weapons the uh, same sort of thing with like um diablo 2 there's there's elements of different like statistics on those guns or damage types there's like variables behind it that you can the differentiate between each weapon um and some of that can be done by doing specific quests or uh, campaigns. And and Borderlands and Diablo 2, I think, are really good um, sort of examples of how to do the loot extremely well. So, yeah, I just want to mention that quickly. I think that game still holds up really well. Uh, what awesome. else we got? on the list space pirates and zombies 2 i've played a little bit of this one um during the break it is the sequel to space space pirates and zombies i think uh jung talked about it a while back Mm. um the original yep sequel came out the end of last year um i've yeah i don't it didn't capture me as much as what i thought it would um it's a bit slow to get into. Like I'm sort of in the tutorial phase still at the moment um, for the campaign. Uh, there is like a um, a sandbox mode where you can kind of just jump in and do your own thing. But it's basically this giant. Uh, you've got this giant map, and there are pirates around the place, and you're trying to gain territory and uh, make your ship. So you've got one individual ship, and you're basically trying to make the ship better. You're putting components onto it, more weapons, more. Um, more thrusters, making a bigger, badass ship um, by by doing either um, uh, like mining operations, going after uh, rogue pirates, um, teaming teaming up with other factions and trying to help them out. Um, there's like uh, trading mechanics in there. You can go uh, mine and sell that sort of stuff. Um, it's sort of like this isometric view game. But there's also a shooting element to it, so it goes in this like third person, um, flying around and, and doing space battles, and it's like a I believe it. Well, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think it's a, like a roguelike game where if you die, 
that is it. <laughs> right. Um, like you'll lose your ship, but I've not died yet, so I'm not uh, not a hundred percent sure on that one. But I think that's how the the actual um, sandbox mode works. So yeah, it's for me. It still hasn't dragged me in that much because it's it's kind of slow to um, get that story going. But also, I don't think it's done a great job of explaining a lot of the mechanics and sort of what you're supposed to do. You're um like I was given a bunch of tasks that was like hey these are your four objectives that you need to figure out or that you need to complete but it wasn't really explaining how to um do some of those object like uh what i needed to do to accomplish that um so there was some situations where i needed to look up online like what does this actually mean like how do i how do i um like one of them was something about change like getting a core and changing your core or something like that and uh, I was like, all right, well, I'll just buy a core like, from the trade market. And then I bought that and then I couldn't figure out like, oh, how do I switch it in and out? And just there was this whole like thing where it's not, it's telling you, you need to accomplish this objective, but it wouldn't tell you how to get from step A to step B. Like it seemed to be missing something in between. Um, yeah. Which was kind of mm-hmm. shitty because- I felt like I was just running around in circles for a while there and not really sure what to do. And, and that's happened like two or three times where it was like, all right, you've got, here's your list of tasks, go do this. But all right, you haven't taught me how I need to do, like, what do I need to do to this, do this bit? So kind of disappointing in that aspect that I think the tutorial needs to be refined a little bit more. Um, but luckily there were people on the forums asking the same questions and uh, there was a lot of help in there. So. Yeah, once I figured that out, it was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's not. It hasn't really dragged me in as much as I, I thought it would. So um, I might get to that sometime later. But yeah, uh, I don't know, man. It's just not. It's not capturing me as much as I, I thought it would. So I don't know if I could recommend that at the moment to people. Maybe once it's um, got a bit more polish to it. But uh, there Fair is enough. a game that I've been playing, which I'm really enjoying, which is They Are Billions. Oh, yeah. And uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but it's like a real-time strategy game mixed with a tower defense game. Yep. Um, so you're looking at it's uh, taking inspiration from games like Command & Conquer um, or Warcraft, um, those big you know, classic blockbuster uh, RTS games we don't really see anymore. And um, you're versing AI zombies. Uh, you start off with like one command center, like five or six units, and uh, the entire map is filled with 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 zombies. And you need to defend your command center from from them. So you start building um, uh, around your command center, and you're gathering resources. Um, there's resources like wood, stone, iron, uh, gold oil and use all these resources to basically fortify your base you're you're trying to create farms to have more people uh you need uh you need like tesla towers in order to expand and to be able to build out further um you build uh sawmills to around trees to get uh wood you build quarries around stone and gold uh, and iron to mine those um there are uh, like uh, soldier centers that you use to um, uh, create units to to be able to defend your your um, your base. 
Um, there are walls you can kind of put up around the place to stop zombies from coming in. Um, and it's just about like expanding this base and getting ready to like being able to survive the amount of days that you've that you've got in the game so there's a bunch of different difficulties in there i think there's like six around six difficulties um and then uh i played on the the very easiest difficulty because i played one or two games and wasn't really sure what i was doing because it is an early access game um so there's not uh, a system in there to kind of teach you how to play there are some online videos you can go and watch and it'll give you an understanding of some of the mechanics and what you're supposed to be doing but actually in the game at the moment there's no um there's no like hey here's how to play the game here's what you should be doing it's just pretty much a sandbox mode here you go start playing um so after my first like one or two games i got absolutely just destroyed uh and that's when i was like all right i'm gonna spend half an hour watching some videos online and kind of figure out what i should be doing and after getting some pointers and like understanding the mechanics of the game that's when i jumped in and was like all right, i'm just gonna play on the easiest difficulty learn how to play it and we'll see how we go uh, and then so in, in particular that that mode was 150 days you need to survive for and um yeah and that's pretty much it so there's there's like a, a scoring system of of how long you survive and you get points depending on that um and so what happens is you're building up this base and every once in a while it'll start sending like a couple of zombies at you from each each area of the map um yep. at specific parts of this the time uh like the day days kind of tick through and hey day 20 they might send a couple at you and uh and then every like significant day like 25 every 25 days they're going to send a horde from one direction of the map and it's gonna be a fuckload of zombies and you've got to kind of defend from that one um which is is really uh a lot of fun but the really cool aspect of the game is that you're um it's not it's really fucking hard to defend your entire base because you can let one zombie slip through a really small portion of your base and all hell will fucking break loose because what happens is they start attacking uh you know a building and once they attack that building for a certain amount of hits it's got like a life bar on it um and once that hit gets to a certain point that uh becomes infected and then that generates more zombies like a bunch of pour out from that and they start going to the next building so you really got to contain this super quickly and you can go from feeling like you're really fairly well protected to just fucked in the span of like five seconds um like those i think the second game that i played i was like yeah i'm doing pretty well here i've got like i'm up to day like 15 and i feel like i've got uh, I've got guys who can patrol over here and then one zombie slipped through a tiny part of the map that like between a tree that I couldn't see started attacking one of my buildings and then just fucking destroyed me it was just one zombie uh, so that I thought that was really really quite funny um, but yeah the game that I played the easy one I uh, I lasted the entire 150 days uh, so- and uh, I thought that I was fucked when that last last zombie horde comes in because they came through like all directions it was north south east west they just start piling in and there was stacks of them and at one stage one of the directions actually broke through one of my lines of defenses and started attacking my towers um but luckily luckily i'd had like layers of defense so 
I had like five or six sentry turrets in this actual area that was mowing down all these zombies. Um, but then behind them, I had like two or three more lines of defense. So I, I pretty much withheld that attack quite well. Um, and then I dragged up a bunch of my units because all the other sides had kind of been defended. And I was like, all right, I'm going to send them all up here and deal with this. So I was worried for a bit there that I was going to get just absolutely obliterated because I was expecting a big like a decent amount of zombies to come through but this was a lot um compared to all the other hordes that had come through so yeah um i think it's a really cool game it's an interesting um really interesting idea and a spin on like mashing two types of genres and um i think if you can watch like if you don't want to check it out but maybe just watch a video and see how like hectic that game can get in the span of like a couple of seconds because once you let it's really fun to see just one zombie come in start wrecking shit and then just it go absolutely chaotic and explode really quickly um i think that's that's really cool i'm having fun with it man it looks like a lot of people have picked it up um a lot of people are playing it so i think it's got some legs it's still as i said very early access you yep. um as you do play through you can unlock different uh like themes or maps i don't know how they affect the gameplay because the the map i'm playing at the moment it's um you're sort of looking for bottlenecks within the map to set up your defenses and like hey, right i'm gonna build a wall here set up some turrets some towers put some people there and then once you do that you you it's not a game where you sort of sit in one central location and then you defend that by building a fuckload of units. You need to expand. And by the end of the game, you've got 70% of the map covered with buildings and defenses. Um, yeah. Which is why it's so uh, yeah, it's so important to lock everything down because you can have like one zombie just come in from fucking a side wall somewhere and maybe you've missed a missed a wall to put down and, and that'll be it you screw it so yeah man I think it's a really cool idea and definitely one people should check out I think it's fun yeah you've been talking about it John's been talking to me about it uh, I'm I'm like my will to hold out for something closer to 1.0 is yep. draining because it sounds really cool, but uh, I think I can hold on. Yeah, my my only gripe with it would be, and this isn't this isn't the game's fault. Um, I think that because at the moment it is early access, there's no really easy way to sort of gauge how to play the game. Um, so when I did play it on easy, uh, by 50 days in I felt pretty happy with where I was like I'd cleared most of the map of the zombies and it was mm. just waiting for the hordes to come in because they fire them out every 25 days or so um, and so I felt like it became like I'd stopped doing things at that point I was pretty much just expanding and making uh, just like making units and like I'd researched everything that I could in the game like I was at that point where I'd, I'd hit the limit um, but I don't think that's the game so I feel like I just I, I was literally playing it on the easiest difficulty so I, I would like to check it out on something a bit harder and, and go in there but if you can go watch some videos o- online just like jump on the Steam page and just look how many fucking zombies this game throws at you it's insane it's really cool to kind of watch that sort of stuff 
Yeah. So, yeah, man, I, I recommend it. It's it's kind of cheap. Oh, no, it's not. It's 25 bucks. Yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe <laughs> some people should probably wait. I don't think it's for everybody. Yeah. Because um, it is like one of those... It's an RTS game that is, you know, not a lot of those come out anymore, but it's a really cool idea, I think, and a lot of fun. So, yeah. Sweet. Cool. Cool. Yeah. What else we got here? Um, Subnautica? Subnautica. No, let's, let's talk about Dusk first. Dusk right, first. Dusk. Dusk uh, hit early access really recently. It's a retro style shoot 'em up uh it's sort of like quake yeah i guess uh it's got you know strong horror themes and uh that like fucking pounding um metal sort of soundtrack to it and uh the graphics are probably the the biggest comparison that it has to quake um yeah it it's um it's pretty fucking cool, actually, to be honest. It's, um, I don't know. I, I am in two minds about it. Like, it feels really good to play, um, but it also feels a bit easy so far. I'm on medium difficulty, like default difficulty, I guess. Um, but, yeah, you sort of roll around these, these they're large maps, especially compared to Quake. They're large maps. And you roll around them trying to find, you know, the next, like, the keys, the red key or whatever the fuck you need to get to the next location. And there's these secrets and then sort of rewards, like, exploring pretty heavily and, like, interacting with as much as you can. There's, um, there's pictures on the wall that can lead to um, stuff and you can bash your way through parts of the wall at random points. And it feels good to, like, sort of like uh dig your way in through this uh this world but at the same time uh i don't know man i don't know what it is maybe it's me maybe i play these games wrong but i feel like i spent a lot of my time just running backwards like they don't have an ai that i feel is sophisticated enough to encourage me to do anything apart from run backwards it reminds me I think what it is ultimately, so we're talking about kill chambers again, right? Like the the Doom 2017, 2017, 2016, whenever the fuck it came out, 2016, Doom 2016 conundrum, right? For me, I felt that Doom was uh, thematically a game about moving forward, and I tried to encourage you to do that with the chainsaw kills and stuff, but it, the most efficient way to play was to run backwards uh, and kite enemies into your crosshairs because the AI wasn't sophisticated enough to do anything apart from run directly at you. So ultimately you just have, if you were running backwards, you would just have a fucking line of people in front of you getting murdered, right? While you were running backwards. The only challenge was uh, understanding the map enough that you could run backwards well enough. And if, you know, if you're spatially aware enough, it's never really a problem. Um, Dusk has the same sort of issue. It's not necessarily a terrible thing. It just like it's it, it's certainly not as bad as it was in Doom because Doom felt like it was about moving forward, and for me, constantly moving backwards felt really bad. And also, 
Dusk doesn't trap you in these rooms and force you to kill everyone before you can move on. It's definitely in your best interest to kill everyone because they will continue to attack you, but it doesn't feel like it is the like 100% like only thing, only option for you. You know, you can sort of just piss off, right? You can just nick off and move on and they'll eventually find you, but I th- it seems like in most cases you move faster than a lot of the enemies. Um, it remind like the the if I if I get to the the crux of my problem right it, it is about it's just the shoot 'em up problem right shoot 'em ups right uh, or a bullet hell game it's a bullet hell game problem right a bullet hell game would be very different if all of the AI was trained to just move at you at all times. And you were allowed to just move wherever the fuck you want. Because all you would do in a bullet hell game in that situation is kite into areas where it was safe for you to move, right? Whereas in a general bullet hell game, a lot of the challenge, uh, in a general shoot 'em up game, a lot of the challenge comes from you needing to, like, you have to move forward to make it into spaces where you are safe because the AI isn't trained to just move at you. And so you have to move across the screen to actually get an angle on them because of the way you shoot in a, in a shoot em up in, in like a lot of cases, if, if you're shooting, if you can only shoot up the screen, then you have to move left and right to be able to attack things on the left and right. Uh, if we were to transpose that into a first person shooter, right? There's no need for you to fucking like, because you can just move backwards endlessly and let them come at you, it needs more complex AI that doesn't just fucking run at you all the time. And Dusk has a few enemies that don't do that, and they ping at you from a distance, uh, but, uh, yeah, they don't feel threatening enough to really solve the problem. Doom, in particular, never felt like it had any enemies that didn't just sort of beeline at you, uh, or no, no enemies that were a threat anyway. Uh, but that was because it was constructed to have you moving at people all the time. And so it needed a threat to really ramp up when you were getting close to them. That was just <clears throat> a mistake on that one. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, it's cool. It's like, it does good, like world building. It does good, like architecture, like it's low res, super low res, but it has this really good, uh, it's really good architectural foundation to it. That makes you feel like you're actually in this, this world space and uh, exploring through it. And but like, it didn't take very long for me to not even care about the, the lo-fi graphics. I was just enamored with the game world and busting through it and murdering as many things as I could and all that kind of stuff, you know, like it taps into that sort of quake feel really quickly. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's pretty cool. I like it. Um, I think if you're after like one of those, a run and gun shooter, I think it's definitely an option. Uh, if you really like doom, I think you'll definitely like dusk. Like if you really like doom 2016, I think you'll definitely like dusk, uh, because, uh, it's similar. It, 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 like it might not deliberately ask you to run forward and rip and tear and whatever the fuck. But uh, it definitely it's heavily implied by the game, you know. Yeah. Um, and the way the game is constructed uh, makes you feel like 
you should be doing that, uh, even if it's not necessarily the best option. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, check it out. Yeah, looks like shit, though. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, when I say it, it's reminiscent of Quake, I mean, it's fucking... <laughs> It's reminiscent of, like, the graphics of Quake 1. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, make no mistakes there. Uh, yeah. I think at, at the most charitable, you might be able to compare it to Quake 2. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Sorry. Right. Uh, Subnautica. Yeah. Subnautica is I, coming, is releasing. I bought soon. it. Did you? Yeah, I didn't play it, though, because I was like, oh, I'll wait till next week and we can talk about it next week. So, I mean, holding up on playing it. Fair enough. Um, Well, I won't talk about it too much because I'm going to play it. I've only played it a little bit and I'm going to start over again um, when it hits 1.0. Right. But, uh, yeah. So, it's hitting 1.0 like next fucking week. All right. uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, And, uh, yeah. January 23rd. Yeah. 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 That's it. 23rd. Um, And,. So I've been following this game for ages. It's by Unknown Worlds. Uh, they're the guys who made um, Natural Selection yep. 2. And uh, I've always been a fan of their work. This one is a, um, a deep sea exploration sort of survival game. Um, uh, people have said it's like Minecraft, but under the sea, but it's not really like that. It's not about building. It is much more about survival. Uh, and this is a game that I don't know if you recall, like if you've listened to all our podcasts, you might recall that I've talked about it before, uh, ages and ages and ages ago, uh, when I was first playing it, I got to a point where I had constructed a submarine and I'd gone down to the deep, dark depths of the ocean and I'd heard a low groan. <laughs> yep just beyond the visual range of where I could see. I was like 600 meters under the water uh, and I heard this groan and I've swung my sh- my sub around to have a look and all I could see was just on the edge of my vision this massive, massive form sort of shift through the darkness and I uh, quit the game and I didn't go back to it for like a year. <laughs> Uh, that's that's yeah. like the first time we played the forest, and yeah. we went on. We found this fucking ladder that went underground. We went underground, and there was like this groan and this figure in the distance, and we were just like, "Nope," and went back up the fucking ladder, <laughs> and just left. Yep, yeah, that's yeah, that's it's yeah, man. This yeah. game and that was a multiplayer added, game. That was multiplayer. <laughs> that They're was multiplayer. making a mod uh, for this to make it multiplayer, but it's not officially supported. I would definitely play this multiplayer. Hmm. Um, yeah, so Subnautica, it's definitely, like, visually gorgeous, and uh, it's, like, really satisfying in a survival gameplay. Um, it's got a really good loop to it. My biggest stress is the idea that maybe I don't want to go through the initial early phases again, because yeah. I've done them before, and I already know sort of there's not that sense of discovery there's not that sort of panicked sort of oh my god what do i do here i already sort of know it all so maybe i don't want to but at the same time i was um when i jumped back in i sort of just went back into like uh creative type mode 
where I wasn't really at risk anything. And I went through a couple of the areas that I'd already been through and they've added some new life forms and some of them are pretty aggressive. So it might be a new challenge and it might be uh, complicated. Yeah. So I might be about it. I don't know. And so have they said they're going to reset progress on it? Uh, no, I don't think so, but I will... Um, I'll just reset it myself anyway. Right. Because, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not attached to my uh, my guy at the moment, I guess. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely checking that one out. Nice. Uh, yeah. Cool. All right. Um, what else we got here? PUBG. Oh, PUBG, that oh, little old game. Yeah. I think this might be the last time we talk about it in terms of capacity where they haven't released an update. <laughs> it's, it's been a while. True. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, we, I've played a fuckload over the break. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, 1.0 released during uh, the end of last year. Yeah. And yeah, and, uh, vaulting a new map. No, it's got yeah, vaulting a new map, some performance updates, ballistic changes. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I still love it. I still love it to bits. Um, I don't know. If, what 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 is there to say? I've been having a lot of fun. Uh, I've been playing with new people. Uh, I they drive me crazy. Playing with new people drives me bananas especially when they won't do what I tell them to. But, uh, yeah, like, I don't know. It's just, there's, there's, we've talked about PUBG to death, haven't we? Like, we have. Yeah. I did have, I made a new, I made a video and uh, I'm pretty happy with it. It's pretty hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I was playing with Alex Walker from Kotaku and, uh, he uh, he he fucked up his parachute, hmm. uh, which is actually pretty reminiscent of playing DayZ with uh, game journalists. Because I remember playing DayZ and thinking, "Oh my god, these motherfuckers are gonna get me killed." And uh, that's basically what happened. Like the moment I jumped out of the plane, and Alex immediately plummeted. Uh, fucked up the parachute. I'm like, oh my god, he is gonna fuck this shit up. Uh, but he, after a couple of games, it turned out he was actually like mechanically quite good. It's just his strategy is for shit. Uh, a lot of people's strategies for shit. You, watching the replays now, I've got more <laughs> understanding of how fucking garbage people are at working this shit out than ever before this shit just seems like fucking obvious shit uh, common sense to me but yeah some of these people just cock it up hey um yeah so anyway he 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 fucked up his jump and uh so i had to land near him he went for a car but didn't get to it fortunately the guy who got to the car didn't see him uh so didn't try to run him over they, he did sort of see me, and uh, so I had to veer away. And uh, so I was sort of trying to get to some cover, 
but his friend, the guy who stole the car, his friend also stole the car, and the friend just wanted to murder me. And so what, what, you know, happened next was uh, just a whole shitload of me uh, jumping over cars and dodging and ducking and diving, and I murdered them. They killed Alex, uh, which shouldn't have happened, to be honest, because they were on fuck all health, but they got the drop on him. And, uh, yeah, and then I killed them. It was fucking hilarious. Hmm. It was pretty funny. We came seventh in that game. I wasn't happy. Uh, but I was in the, uh, like, my final, final engagement. Um, I didn't have any sights. I had a AK-47 and a Winchester and no sights at all. And I had 45 bullets left in my ak when we were going into the final circle. So not really a lot in the way of options there. Um, yeah, so we died. Anyway, um, <laughs> still, you should watch the video on my YouTube. It's funny. It's pretty good. It is funny. Uh, and yeah, yeah, that's about it. Um, we went on a fucking tear over the weekend. We had some fucking top-notch games. We, we played, uh, I think it was 19 games or 18 games and won nine of them. Fuck yeah. Like, we That's went on awesome. a fucking rampage. Yeah. Yeah, and then we had a really bad streak yesterday. Yesterday right? was bad. <laughs> uh, I won three games yesterday out of, like, ugh, a lot. <laughs> it was I think like I dropped 150 fucking ranks. I, I dropped. dropped a lot. Yeah. I was, was in the top, like, I was about 120. Yeah, you were just shy of the top 100. And I dropped to about 180. I'm, I dropped I'm about- to fucking 380 or something, 390 yeah. or something. I was at fucking 250. Yeah. Got it. Because the it. thing is, we I we literally got to that point where is the top three finished, top three, top four. I think fourth place would get you zero points. <laughs> yeah. And then third was like five. <laughs> Second was like... A little bit more, and then first it's like, all right, you get thirteen points sometimes. Yeah, um, just depending on how many kills you get or whatever. But- and we had a couple of games where, we're like, just on landing, we'd lose someone, you know. And it's so much harder. Like, especially we were—I think we were playing as a three-person in a in squads. Yeah, and we lose someone, so we're already we're just playing duos in squads, basically. Uh, and it's just, it's so much harder to put together a fucking win when you're at half the fucking team of the other, the other people. Yeah. It's just, and then we'd be driving somewhere and just get fucking, like you just fucking roll up and for whatever reason, there's two fucking squads like in the middle of the fucking forest or something. Like what the fuck are you doing here? Motherfuckers go somewhere sensible. Oh my Lord. Yeah. Just crazy just shit wasn't working um but yeah still still good fun and yeah i like i said i've been loving the fucking replays system Mm. oh my god i forgot i was playing on customs custom streams uh and i was playing on stabby's stabby's custom streams um i and we're playing snipers only this was i wish i fucked up and played like 20 fucking games uh like already before I could actually use this, use the footage from this. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, I was playing and, uh, (laughs) I got to the third circle, like the third contraction of the circle as snipers only. So 
only what you could find from a sniper uh, from a like only snipers would spawn and only the crate weapons so you could get an org but only out of a crate or a grow zone so only assault weapons were in crates uh, otherwise you had to punch or you had to get a, a sniper rifle i got to the third contraction of the circle and i didn't have a fucking weapon and i was fucked i had no idea what i was going to do and so i'm like ah fuck it i'll just get in the circle and see if i can you know fucking camp my way to like victory i think that'll be probably be pretty funny if i can like camp my way to a chicken dinner um so i do like i did i i run outside and i go get the car that i'd driven up in i had previously just been like hiding really really like being as small as i could inside this fucking house anyway i drive up uh driving away and this dude starts unleashing into me with his sks out my car and he's right in front of me and so i just i'm like fuck it i'll run him over and i'll steal his sks no i miss uh but i jump out of the car and uh he's stuck behind a tree and he just starts shooting but he's got an eight by Hmm. and he's clearly clearly attempted to aim down sights at me so i just fucking run up and start punching the fuck out of him and it is not working for him. Uh, I get hit in the chest. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to fucking die. But at this point, honest to God, my entire plan was to just make someone else use some fucking meds and fuck with their day a little bit. And maybe all the gunfire would attract some other people to get an easy kill on this guy. Just It was just spite. I, didn't, like, I wasn't playing to win anymore. I was just playing for spite. Anyway, I punched him out. I, I killed him. I fucking killed him. And I got his fucking SKS. It was ridiculous. Utterly improbable. Anyway, I, I get his SKS uh, and I get, I think, like 12 bullets for the SKS because he has spammed just a shitload trying to kill me. Uh, so I get 12 bullets for the SKS and then I'm under fire. So I have to get back in the car and I piss bolt immediately. Uh, and, uh, and then... I hide in this fucking shed and like just as luck would have it, the the rest of the circles are pretty close to the shed. And so I'm hiding in the shed until the second last circle hmm. uh, and the circle is forcing me to leave. But I know there's like I'm hiding in the shed. There's a house on my right and I know there's someone with a beast gun uh, in the, in the, sh- in the house next to me. So I'm, I can't go before they leave because if I do, I like, I will get shot. And so I just fucking hide, uh, and wait for the circle and the circle is coming in. I'm taking, I'm drinking all my fucking drinks so I can get as high, like as, as hydrated as possible, as energized as possible. And they come out and they run around the back of me and they go and they hide and I come outside and they're lying down against the wall and they turn to shoot me and I, I start shooting into them uh, with my SKS and I'm on a fucking bee's dick of health when they go down and uh, it was Drew Drew Money who plays PUBG with us in our Discord a lot uh, I killed him it turns out the reason that he like that I managed to win is because you know how the sometimes when you're lying too close to a wall it won't let you turn because mm, yeah. it's too close to the wall so he couldn't he had to move away so if he'd been able to turn on me properly 
I probably would have been dead. But uh, luckily, he was too close to the wall. Uh, so I run over to go loot him, and I'm immediately under fire from like three other motherfuckers. Uh, and yeah, uh, it's it, it was pretty hectic, but I managed to like fucking just edge my way into the circle again. Uh, and then suddenly gun, a gunfight takes like the three other motherfuckers who were trying to shoot me or start firing on each other. They must've like all realized that they were next to each other all at the same time. And so, uh, they start shooting each other and, uh, I piss bolt into this, this long Brown building. And, uh, I'd seen a dude in a ghillie suit go up the fucking stairs earlier. And so I, I go up and I, I'm pretty sure where he is. I go up and there he is and a fucking potato aim. Fuck up shooting him. Uh, and I've got six total bullets for my SKS left. And I step back up the stairs and he has started to reload. So I, I, I potato aim, shoot into him, miss, and I run back down the stairs and then I duck back immediately back up again and he started to reload already. Oh. And so I fucking killed him. Uh, <laughs> and so I got all his shit. Uh, and meanwhile, the situation outside has resolved itself. Uh, and there's only two people left. And uh, the dude that I killed, the ghillie guy, had a Mark 14. So I picked that up and all the ammo. And I chuck it on fucking full auto, of course. And I murdered the last guy and I won. Oh, my Lord. It was amazing. I spent literally 20 minutes of that game without a fucking... Without a weapon at all, and I managed to get a win. It was hilarious. I wish, I wish, I hadn't fucked up. I was going to turn that into a YouTube as well. Um, but I, when I went to watch the replay uh, to make it a YouTube video, I'd already played twenty games, so and it only saves the replays of the last twenty games. So it was gone. Which was a bummer, but yeah. it, would have made, it would have made a good one. But yeah, uh, that was good fun. Good fun. It's been good. We've had a we've had a couple of games where uh, we've got like 25, 20 kills. Yeah, like taking a, a quarter of the yeah. server out. As as a squad, just fucking ripped sh- ripped that shit up, like ripped into people. It was awesome. Hmm. Um, I remember last week. I had like two games back to back where I went fucking bananas. One was where I think I'm pretty sure you were in it. Um, the rest of the team died in about 10 minutes. Mm. And then I ended up getting like eight kills, eight or nine kills. Like I rolled up to this, uh, these set of houses, like these shit shacks. And uh, just as I was about to get there, another squad rocked up in their car. Mm. And um, who, oh, it must have been. I think we're playing with Gerald and he's like, oh, someone's trying to take your houses or someone's trying to get to this house. And I was like, oh, I think you mean my house type thing. I'm going to get it from them. Uh, and then I just wiped out an entire squad that was like trying to get in there. Um, I think I got like eight kills on that one. And the, the next game we played, um, I think it's the one we won. And I got like over 10, 10 or 12 kills. Like I just, those two games, I just went fucking nuts. Like last week was I was on point last week. This last like two days, I don't know what's going on, but <laughs> I've been doing alright in duos. Gav and I have been playing duos. We've won like five or six games the last two nights. Yeah, um, out of like I don't know ten games that we've played, but squads has been ugh. just having bad luck. 
Bad luck. Uh, you had one game where you murdered four people from the start. Murdered an entire squad literally at the start. And I thought you were going to get banned, to be honest. Because I would have fucking reported you. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I, I watched the replay back. We were on fucking Miramar. And I, like, we all, I think we we got fucked because Squirrel decided to not land with us. Hmm. Uh, and so we were, we, I think we were trying to go to El Pozo up the top left of the map. But, uh, oh yeah, parachuting was still fucked. They fixed parachuting by now, FYI, if you're not aware. But parachuting was still fucked. And so we were trying to get to the road to get a car. And, uh, a, a bunch of people stole the car that Squirrel was going to take, and you landed at this little cluster, this little oh, village. Yeah, yeah. And there was a dude there. Like we called out that there was a dude near you because we could see him while we were floating down. And uh, yeah, you killed him literally as the rest of his squad showed up, and they all came to get you. And they all, all but one of them had guns. And you killed them all, and I was <laughs> flabbergasted. I I thought, yep, that's it. That's how Luke gets. That's how Luke gets banned for cheating. Well, I watched the replay back, and they played it super dumb. Like it was like they were fucking lemmings or something. Like they just fucking rolled up without any fucking care in the world. Uh, and the I think the person who came the closest to killing you was the last guy who tried to punch you with a yeah. Superman punch. And if you hadn't killed him, like. When you did, he would have connected it and you would have died. He was the closest <laughs> to came to anyone came to killing. Yeah. It was stupid. Yeah. Did you watch the one yesterday we were playing where you got knocked out on Miramar and Drew and Gab were up on the hill and we were shooting those guys across from us at the hill? Uh, no, I didn't watch it back. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, I'm going to flank. And they started smoking and running south. And as I'm flanking, I didn't realize they started to run. And then I look up and the dude is like five meters across the road from me. I start <laughs> lighting them up. I waste all four of them. And just before they're about to die, Gav's like, is someone shooting? I'm like, yeah, it's fucking me. And then they're all dead. <laughs> like all four of them. Yeah, I remember. I remember the, is someone shooting? I'm like, fucking help him. <laughs> oh, my Lord. We, yeah, we've we had a bit of a, our teammates have had a bit of a bad run of being fucking wieners. Like, just, holy shit, just, like, hiding. Hiding for way longer than they should be. You know, like, just get the fuck out there and help. Uh, we had one where I, like, we, both of us, the two of us were downed while we were on some stairs and one of our team was literally standing at the doorway to that same building, not moving in to support because they were waiting for someone to come out the window. We're like, cool, that's a good idea, except that we're dying. We're literally dying. Yeah. Oh. Ah, uh, well, still good fun. A lot of fun. Good times. Yep. Mm. Yep. And yeah. That's, I don't know. That's PUBG. That's the PUBG album. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. What else we got? That's it. News. News but, time? Yeah, we can talk about uh, something else Dark Souls. Dark Souls. Dark Souls Remastered. This is, uh-huh. they're doing all three, aren't they? Putting, putting it into like a package? Is that what's going on? Uh, are they? Oh god, we, we fucked up the news already. I thought, it was just, I thought it was just Dark Souls One. Maybe it is Dark Souls One. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I feel like I saw a box where it was like huge, 
and I felt like that doesn't make any sense. I'm pretty sure it's just the first one because I was very excited at the idea of getting it and then camping the fuck out of the gargoyles. Ah. So I'll just like, I'll get it and then I'll just, that ladder before you get up to the gargoyles, I'll just invade people there for the rest of the time. All right. Make sure nobody ever gets past the fucking gargoyles. Yeah, it's just the first one. We could we could auto it. I think you can have fucking six people in multiplayer. They've they've taken the multiplayer from Dark Souls three and put it into Dark Souls one, so you can have fucking three aside. We could have fucking three people ganking the fuck out of anyone who tries to get to the gargoyles. Hmm. Doesn't that isn't that appealing? It's appealing to me. I'll tell you that. It's better better than going to Anil Londo and trying to beat the fucking archers again. Jesus. Yep. Let's talk about Dark Souls. Uh, so I, I replayed it. All right. Let's talk about the, the remastered version. It's going to be um, uh, coming out on PC as well. They're going to have a proper version of it out, which will be 60 frames uh, as opposed to running all the janky modded stuff that... Well, yep. It's not janky. Like, it works, but it's a bit buggy. Yeah. Um, that like people have kind of just slapped together. Mm. An actual official thing. So yeah, this will be a, a proper proper fixed version with um, coming out on PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One as well. Uh, but I played Dark Souls 1 on PC over the uh, the break. Sure. Mo- most of it, not all of it. Um, oh. I gave the fuck up. Uh, that you gave game, up? Yeah, I gave up. I was like, fuck this. Fuck this game. Fuck you. Fuck you, Namco. Oh. Fuck you, From oh. Software. Why'd you give up? Started that game's really good. Uh, and then it gets to a point where it is like i feel like it's bad game design um and i think you just brought it up like the there's like two areas that i'm just like i don't fucking understand what i'm doing wrong doesn't make any sense like the new londo ruins um yeah that that area is fucking stupid there's just at londo not new londo is it yeah what where are you talking about the uh like the castle area with the ghosts that fucking fly through walls oh right yeah that is a dumb area oh yeah no that's stupid that that, that area is a bit rough yeah and um i couldn't really figure out what i was supposed to be doing there it just felt like i don't know I, i didn't know where i was supposed to go i felt like i got to the end and it was like all right now go back (laughs) um so yeah i couldn't what's that Use a walkthrough. Yeah, all right, sure. I, I had a look at a map and I was like, I don't know. Anyway, that that area and the um, Valley of the Drakes, I couldn't do any damage on the Drakes and I couldn't figure out what was going on. Don't know why I wasn't doing any damage. I was pretty breezy through most of the game and then I got to these guys and I nothing, like hardly any damage on them. Um, so I don't know what the fuck is going on. But I looked at the progress guide on... Um, uh, on the wiki and it was like hey yeah. you should be going to these areas I was like yeah I've done literally all this shit um, and the Valley of the Drakes was like the next place I needed to go to and Londo Ruins was another place I needed to go to but I'd already I felt like I'd already done all that and I just couldn't figure out like what else I was supposed to do in that part and so I go to the Drakes area and I'm just getting fucked by dragons and I don't know how to kill them so um, but the the reason why I gave up on that part is because the fire fire link shrine had uh, 
the bonfire had fucking unlit or some shit because the lady disappeared. And so I'm having to run from a different fucking map, like a different area all the way across back to the drakes. And then I get fucked by dragons and then I'd have to run like four minutes back to the drakes area. And I was just like, nah, this is stupid. Fuck you game. I'm out. So, Alrighty. Yeah. Um, I think then that game falls apart. Whatever the, I don't know what is going on in that part, but it was shit. The rest of it was really good. <laughs> um, Blighttown was a pain in the ass, but I still dug it. Like it was hard, but it was it was still fun. Um, I think the bosses, most of the bosses are super easy. Um, like I felt Dark Souls two and three and even Bloodborne were challenging in the bosses. Like even though I understood the game mechanics, like all right, this is how you play the game, um, they were still hard. Whereas these, like all of these bosses, I I got down within two or three attempts. Like. A lot of them were just one shots, um, so yeah, it's definitely like you can see where the roots of that game are, um, and I still very much enjoyed it. But I just gave up at the end, uh, and it seemed like I was pretty close to the end. Um, but yeah, it just didn't. I don't felt like it explained what was going on really. Like, why the fuck did the lady disappear, and why am I having to run from? a different area of the map all the way across now and it's taking me way too fucking long to run here yeah it was just shit so I gave up I was just like fuck it I'm out I'm done yeah fair enough did you like New Londo? Uh, no but it was over very quickly for me because I was using a walkthrough so it wasn't a problem no like I got through I just I don't know where the fuck I was supposed to go from there did you fight the four kings? No. Where were they? At the end of the new Londo. <laughs> then you didn't get through the new Londo. You I, must I didn't have know where to go. I was like... That's what I'm saying. He's a fucking walkthrough. <sighs> That's dumb anyway. Why are the ghosts going through the walls and... There's fucking so many ghosts. So many ghosts. And you can only hit them if you use a stupid fucking... Stone or something. I can't remember what it was. Um... I can't remember off the top of my head either. But, you have to uh, use an item to be able yes. to hit them. And it was dumb. Yep. And then I went tried to fight some drakes. and I Is it because I was using a drake sword? They're like, fuck you, I'm a drake. You can't use a drake sword? I don't think so. Yeah. But... Just like no damage on those things. I was like, well, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Using the drake sword though. Come on. Come on, mate. It's good. Still using. Anyway, uh, that's getting remastered, so maybe they'll um, fix all that that PC problems that it had, uh, which was a bit of an issue. It affected things like the um, uh, the frame rate and being able to do certain moves and just the way that game sort of works. So yeah, should be should be good. Uh, are they going to actually go in and like rework the assets as well? I don't know. Like a full-on what they've done with um, some of their other games, some of their other, like, PlayStation games? Uh, I, I, don't, I think it's just upgrading textures. Yeah. To HD and shit, I think. And actually, they are, well, they're, they're changing the multiplayer, so maybe. Maybe they will. I don't mm. know. A lot of details aren't known yet, but... Right. Yep. Cool. cool. All right. What else we got in news? Nintendo Cardboard thing. 
Yep, Nintendo Cardboard Thing. Nintendo Labo, it's called. Um, and uh, I'm not I'm not convinced. I don't know. You get this cardboard cutouts and you make things. And by doing that, you get to play one, two Switch games, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It doesn't seem that... Like, it seems interesting, but at the core of it, it just seems like gimmicky? mini games with extra steps. Yeah. Yeah, gimmicky. Very gimmicky. And. Yeah, I, I get the idea that it's not for me. You know, it's for children, is what they said, but, like. I don't know. It costs 210 bucks to buy the <sighs> two things cardboard. coming out. Yeah. Well, it's like two separate games. There's the variety pack and there's the robot game. And the robot game costs $110 and the variety pack costs like 100 bucks. So, yeah, 210 bucks to get basically regular old like mini games but with some cardboard attached. The good thing is you're able to like use your own cardboard like you don't have to buy the cardboard or whatever they'll Nintendo are providing the cardboard patterns and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can just, if you can just get the card cartridge, then you can still play the game or whatever. But yeah, I'm just not convinced that this is anything more than a pretty expensive gimmick. Yeah. Let's be honest. I'll watch the video now. It looks dumb. Right. Like there's right. a dude with a fucking, drum foot pedal and that thing will just break in five minutes yeah like cardboard isn't really renowned for its uh <laughs> durability <laughs> durability yeah, yeah so like, and giving that to kids yeah exactly Young and kids? yeah considering how expensive it is it just doesn't yeah i don't know it seems pretty cynical to me but at the same time i'm pretty cynical so who knows um, I don't know. Just seems like a lot of money to spend on. Uh, I don't know. Nothing. Yeah, a gimmick. Yep. Yep. All right. If that's the news. Go us. Go, yeah, your team. Um, do we have questions for the game of the year stuff from last year? Did we? That's a good question. That's what I, I asked. I I don't think we told anyone. Hmm. That we're doing them so January 1st yep. Dangers writes Hi Lurk and Joben Genstein Schnitzel Frankfurt just wanted to start off 2018 with a simple question which do you think will come out first if at all Diablo 4 or Warcraft 4 forever in your hearts yours sincerely L Dang uh, Diablo 4 or Warcraft 4 Dangers what do you think me i'm not dangers but sure um oh sorry luke diablo <laughs> you're in diablo before warcraft yeah man I, I don't know i like even though i just talked about a really good rts game um i don't i think that like the classic style rts games are, and no one's really playing them these days um i think there's better ways they can explore the warcraft uh sort of genre um with either a new i don't know something like they whatever they've done the 
that fucking card game Hearthstone and they're putting Warcraft characters into some of their other games so I don't think we're going to see Warcraft 4 anytime soon I, I feel like Diablo 4 is is way more um, appealing in today's like what people are playing today as opposed to a RTS um, it's all about MOBAs unless they make a Warcraft MOBA but they've already got heroes so why would they do that what if it's Warcraft yep. Battle Royale Warcraft, that's genius. Mm. That is genius. Perfect. Fixed it. Fixed it. Nailed it. What about it? What if it's Diablo Battle Royale? I mean, Diablo likes looting. So, you know, I guess they don't like PvP in Diablo games these days, though. So maybe not. Maybe not. Um, Was there Battle Royale fucking question? Like, were there battle royale announcements over the break? I feel like there was like dumb ones, really dumb ones. Uh, like, Pal- Paladins battle Paladins, royale. Yeah, yep, that's the only one I, I I can remember off the top of my head. Stupid. Yeah, yeah, and I watched it and it looks terrible. Uh, mainly Brody- because wait, I just want to say mainly because that is dumb because it's a fucking hero game again. You've got characters with different fucking abilities. Like what happens? Did you watch? Just- it? No. It's so much worse than you think. You run around losing, uh, like, buffs, basically. So you still pick a character and you get buffs to your character yep. uh, to make them more powerful. So, yeah, basically you wind up with these, like, there's a clear discrepancy in power. Uh, and But, like, it's worse than that because certain heroes have, like, hard counters and shit. So... Yep. Because that's what the way I read the press release is that, like, you're using these characters' abilities and taking them in and working as a team. Yeah. But that's, like, that's not no longer an even playing field once you start losing characters. What if you end up with fucking two support heroes left? Then you're bone zoned. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems like a dumb idea to me. Yeah. People cashing in on. That's what it is. Yeah. All right, Paul writes... Good question, Dangers. Thank you. Uh, That was on our Discord channel. Yeah. And Paul writes in via the email... Uh, congratulations, Joel, me, and Luke on making it to 400. Just finished listening to episode 401. Right. One. What happened to the VGA results? Including them in the gap and the year awards seemed the long- logical time. Didn't we... Didn't we shit on them? I thought we did an episode where we shit on I think we were about to, but they hadn't announced them all yet. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, must have slipped, I guess. Um, it's a good question, but uh, ultimately the Gap Awards are the only ones that matter. Uh, two, why are you guys doing a driving game category when neither of you give a shit? That's a good question. <laughs> That's a fantastic question. Uh, bring back Heath for a 15-minute spot, and then we could actually hear an educated opinion. Could even be pre-recorded and added in during post. The problem with getting Heath on is that he will tell us a 15-minute long story about the time that he started in seventh and finished in eighth. And I don't know if I can listen to any more of those stories because they drive me fucking insane. I lived with him for seven years, and they drive me bonkers. So I, I don't know. I don't and know. The other thing is, you talk about Heath being a driving expert. We don't actually let Heath drive in PUBG. So that's true. It's also yeah. true because uh, he's a fucking menace. Uh, he's actually doing really well in iRacing, um, like really, really well. Um, but still, uh, no, that's actually a good idea. We should probably do that. Um, yeah, uh, eh. but the other thing is, like, we we've combined that category into a sports category because. Um, 
like not, there's not a lot of racing games that generally come out every year. Yeah, and I don't even know if Heath plays them. Like he, he probably only that. he only plays like iRacing, I think. So he would definitely be it would be an educated opinion, but it'd be an educated opinion on the single racing game that he plays. So <laughs> we would not really make any actual progress, I think, maybe. Um Yeah. Um, that's a good one. He's got a YouTube page though that you can go watch his, uh, his race. Yeah. Yep. I don't know Continue on this theme, you could get Jay to give 15 minutes on Destiny 2 or his opinion on the fighting game category. Maybe Dirty Dean on whatever indie project he's working on. He loves being called Dirty Dean. Uh, <laughs> possibly Yug for 20 minutes on how he saw Ozpax. That's that's a cool idea. I realize that not everyone is available for a two and a half hour block to be included in a whole show, but with communications technology being what it is, it should be easier to get guests, not harder. I thought this was the logical step since moving out of Joby's lounge room. But don't forget your roots. There should be an annual show where you guys actually revert to everyone in one room because the chicken challenge doesn't work by Skype. Regards, Paul. Um, yeah, actually, I, I like the idea of getting people in for just a short amount of time. And get it like maybe doing like a... We did it with the um, the dude from Magic, right? The dude from Wizards. Yeah. Uh, we can do that. We can do it now with Nathan and ask him what his game of the year was. He's in the Discord uh, channel. Genius. Let's not. <laughs> no? No, he's playing Battlefield. Oh, we played Bla- Battlefield. <laughs> we have played a lot of Battlefield. It's fucking awesome. Uh, well, yeah. It's, I'm loving it lately. I like yeah. Battlefield, but it's making me like, I like playing it, but at the same time, I'm like, man, these weapons suck. I don't like any of the fucking vehicles. Like, I've been pretty vocal about not liking fucking vehicles in Battlefield. Like, I'm super keen for Bad Company 3 when it comes out this year. Um, But uh, I hate the guns in Battlefield. I just feel like I can't hit anything with them. I'm using half a clip and someone's not dead. Just just give me a fucking... That's why I used to like um, the hardcore modes on the other games. Because you could shoot someone like three times and they'd just drop. Nate's been talking. Nate's been playing on the fucking the CTE, the community test environment, and uh, he reckons they've properly tweaked the time to kill. So you should you should enjoy it when those those updates hit because uh, yeah, apparently it's a lot better. Um, did I say thank you, Paul? He wrote us in on the on the email, the GA podcast at gmail.com. It was a good good email. Got a lot to think about. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Um, but yeah, they've increased the time to kill. I don't think they'll have fixed the vehicles, but uh, got rid of them. What? Gotten rid of the vehicles? No, I don't <laughs> think they'll ever fix them to a point where I'm happy. But honestly, if we're not playing an infantry map, I just get fucking shirty as fuck. I I don't like vehicles in Battlefield as they are right now. But it's because eventually you reach a point in every battlefield life cycle where there are fucking maniacs who only ever play in the vehicles and they are very good at just doing that. And they never play the fucking objective, which drives me bonkers and yeah. yeah all like someone is, shoot the fucking plane, the plane. Yeah. And suddenly you have to stop doing, you have to stop playing the game and start just focusing on killing a fucking plane and it's aggravating mm. yeah um, alright Nintendo Cardboard that was oh no, we did all that <laughs> we're done I think that's all the questions is it that's it boom that was quicker than I thought go us go team
Go team. Um, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Uh, I'm going to go do more work. That'll be fun. games. Fucking hell, we talked about a lot. More Would work? You? Yeah. It's, what are you talking about? It's PUBG time. You're crazy. No, no I'm going to work. You're insane. No. Yep. Um, uh, I will be on for PUBG later, so I'll see you then. Yeah. Uh, jump in our Discord if you want to play PUBG with us. Yep. Uh, and you just, all you have to do to have me not complain at you is do what I fucking tell you. So it's actually a lot of fun. Be when good. you do what I fucking tell you. Uh, and yeah, if you get yelled at, it's because you didn't do what I fucking told you. So <laughs> maybe you shouldn't complain. I don't know. I don't know. We, we, we've we've been inducting a new player, Gerald, into PUBG, and he gets real upset when I yell at him. But on the other hand, I wouldn't yell at him if he didn't make me yell at him yeah. by not doing what I fucking told him to. So You got good. Right? It's very easy. It's very easy. Super easy. Yeah. All right, that's the show. If you want to um, find more episodes, maybe you want to listen to the Game of the Year show, you can do that. You can go to iTunes, Android, Windows Store, all those uh, fun podcast apps. Uh, you can find us under The Gap or the GA Podcast. You can help uh, other people find this show by reviewing it or rating us on those platforms. Muchly appreciated. Um, you can email us questions if you want, the old-fashioned way, the GA Podcast at gmail.com. You can also uh, jump into our Discord page, which is the G- the gapodcast.com slash discord uh as we said we got voice channels in there we got nate and squirrel playing battlefield at the moment uh i bet you squirrel's in a tank and nate is yelling at him that's probably, probably. What's happening yep that's yep. probably exactly sounds what's happening. accurate and um you can also jump onto our uh twitter page twitter.com slash ga podcast or facebook.com slash ga podcast for social media links or our website the gapodcast.com has everything we just spoke about just then and that's all thanks to our Patreon members, which is, um, if you want to help support this show, you can go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast. Um, we muchly appreciate, appreciate everyone that does that every month. And they fixed all those processing fees and shit that they put in last they year. They so eliminated them, which yeah, is right good. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, so that means that we cop the fees and people don't, which is good. Which is good. That's the way it should we love you if you're a patron, but we love you if you're a listener as well. So don't, yep. don't stress. No. Yep. But it does. Yeah, it helps. Uh, but don't feel like you have to. And yeah, keep going. That's, that's the show. Uh, Joe, that's have you got show. anything happening this week or recently? Uh, I got an interview with... Um, uh, go to Fandom and check out all my PUBG stuff. We've got some really good advice on how to get good. Um, and even when I'm not there to tell you exactly what to fucking do. Um, it, just good advice in general. Um, is this your I, advice? No, no, I got it from like Linksy, ah. who, who's the, the gunner for um, Team Immunity. Um, so it's it's not from me. So you don't have to stress about that. And um, yeah, so check that out on fandom.com and uh, check out Red Bull when this goes live tomorrow. Um, so on Friday, check out Red Bull. Uh, I interviewed the CMO of the Essendon Bombers because mm-hmm. they have a League of Legends team and they're doing some pretty interesting shit with it. So, yeah, I'll talk to them about that. Cool. Um, yeah, which is, I have to finish fucking transcribing that interview because it's yeah. supposed to go up tomorrow. That's my, that's the work I'm doing, which is yeah. cool. Speaking about esports, I want to ask you, um, I watched a bit of the Overwatch uh, League. Mm. Is that what they're calling it? Yep. Yep. Um, I didn't like it. <laughs> I still don't. I still don't What's get the question? that game. What's the question here? Like, why is it a thing? <laughs> is my question. 
because they're paying know. good money for it to be a thing. I think it's going to be in a lot of trouble. If, if I had an esports podcast, I would be talking endlessly about how they need to do something about fucking team comps because at this stage, I don't want to see a Bastion ever. Uh, every time they crack out a Bastion, it is the most embarrassing shit I've ever seen. Uh, like that fucking pocket composition is so hideously uh, bad to watch because it seems hilariously overpowered uh just just, and and it is dull it is dull watching a fucking turret sit behind two shields on top of fucking payload while it gets pushed and watch the other team basically impotent to do anything about it until they get to uh one of three fucking chokeholds it is the fucking shittiest shit and i can't believe it's still in the game but uh you know here we are. And the other thing is, uh, yeah, I don't want to see fucking, you know, we just keep seeing the fucking, apart from that one alternative meme composition, we just seem to see the same other shit constantly. And it's awful. We're, we're not seeing anything different. Like, or very rarely do we see anything different. It's only in super, like, just basic play is the same shit over and over and over again. It just looks awful. It's yeah. it's very dull. And it, it makes it feel like it uh, the sort of thing you'd only watch for the highlights, which isn't good. You know? Uh it's not bad, but it's not it's not what they're looking for. It's not you're not gonna get the fucking next MBA out of something you only watch for the highlights. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's where I was sort of coming from. I was poking fun at it because every time I switched it on and looked at it both teams were using the same heroes and yep. it was the same heroes that <laughs> I'd seen an hour ago from like two totally different teams yep. on a different map and yep. uh, just not interesting Like, and, and then on top of that it's the same five heroes that I've seen a year ago like the same exact same five heroes like there's no six or six whatever there's yeah. just like no variation in there at all yeah um, like I enjoy watching some aspects of it. Like it's it's cool to see everyone get excited for it and that sort of stuff. But I, it's I don't think it's one of the best esports going at the moment. It just doesn't do anything exciting. It's always the same six things over and over again. Like at a point, it's no longer a hero shooter. It's just fucking these six characters going up against each other all the time. Um, it's not like holy shit. Like when I watch other games, oh they've they've brought out these five really weird characters how are they going to use that it's you don't see any of that it's just the same thing over and over again yep so yeah i don't know i just thought it was quite um quite boring to watch yeah Yeah. no i agree and it's actually pretty tough to watch like when they go into the first person it gets it winds up being like pretty hard to comprehend what the fuck is going on which is not a good thing. Like, it gets really fucking messy. And they've done a lot of work to make it less messy. Less messy, rather. But, like... Yeah. yeah like, they've done things with the skins and, like, team colors, uh, which I think is really cool. Yeah. And, like, when when it's working, it really does work. But there are just moments where it absolutely doesn't. And that's not good. No. Anyway cool um that's that's where you can find your stuff i guess red bull yep. <laughs> um uh and you're on twitter as well twitter.com slash joby jojo uh i'm twitter.com slash luke laurie and that is 
all we've got this week. We're going to um, be back next week, obviously. And uh, we'll talk about some more games. Maybe try and get Nate on at some stage to talk about his favorite stuff from last year. And uh, we're going to do a PUBG show. We're, we are. We're planning that. Yeah, we're talking to some pro players and we'll get them on to talk about yeah. nothing but PUBG. Well. Ah. Yeah. Got him. Got him. <laughs> get wrecked, mates. Aye. Cool. All right. Thanks, everyone, listening. We'll be back next Word. week. We're back. Peace. Yeah. Bye.